Hello, everyone. This is Nana Yankee from Canada. I am your host for this show, this new podcast show called Intimacy and Truth. I'd like to extend a very warm welcome to all my listeners, wherever you are. You are most welcome to the show. And um, I'll tell you, we're going to talk about what the show is about. It's a honestly, it's an excellent show, and you, it's going to going to be worth your time, believe me. So let me just tell you a little bit about myself. Again, my name is Nana Yankee, your host. I'm originally from Ghana. I was born and raised in Ghana, but I also uh, moved around the world and I grew up in different countries as well. So I grew up in Ghana, I grew up in Europe, I grew up in North America, and um, yeah, and that's about it. And I'm, um, you know, I'm an extremely open type of person um, in terms of, um, you know, know uh, meeting people and appreciating people from different parts of the world um just a little bit about me um academically i have a bachelor's of science um i also have um uh, a, a master's of business administration um and i mean and a fashion degree as well so all those things are great but there's nothing more greater than the education that god has blessed me to have which is getting to know who he is getting to know who jesus is that honestly is the best education i've ever had in my life why because it's i see the difference has had in my life before I started knowing who Jesus was. And, um, you know, it's been transforming my life in the good times, in the bad times, in the easy times, and in the hard times. So I'm really grateful for the most important education, which is knowing Jesus. So that's it pretty much a little bit about myself. Um, as I mentioned, I'm also a creative person. Um, I used to work in fashion and most likely will continue working in fashion one day. <laughs> but for now, I've taken a break from fashion and um, I'm working in different fields now and I'm enjoying what I'm doing. And I'm very grateful to God for the opportunity to be involved and learn as a person, learn different things and work in different industries. I'm so grateful for that. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, I've had the grace to be good at several different things and whatever I put my mind to, I know I can do. And so that's just, you know, just I don't know if that's important, but that's just a little bit about me. Um, and as we go, go through different episodes of the show, um, you're going to learn more about me. And I'm happy to share, you know, um, what God is doing in my life. So that's just a little bit about me. Let's talk about what the show is about. The show is called Intimacy and Truth. What is this? So I'm just going to give you a brief a brief description of what the show is. So basically, the show is a podcast show which discusses issues of sexuality and relationship with God. 
The topic covered the topics covered in this podcast are issues that the church shies away from. Yet they are topics that Jesus himself addressed in his word. And um that's what we're going to be talking about. And just to give you an um a more in-depth background, it's actually some of the topics we'll be discussing will come from a book that I wrote. Um, but before we go into the book, let me continue talking about the show. So in the show, we're going to discuss things that are related to um, sexuality and our relationship with God. And whether we are all aware of it or not, sexuality affects our everyday life in ways that we may have never imagined or conceptualized. We are all in pursuit of someone or something that can improve our lives on this earth. Even when we do attain what we're looking for or when we do attain our goals, it is nearly impossible to sustain the emotional highs of those achievements. Instead of being fulfilled, our lives are characterized by inner conflict and tension, a lack of purpose and repetitive patterns of behavior that are hurtful to us and to those that we love. So the question is, what stifles our human experience and holds us back from living a life of fulfillment, purpose, and peace every day? I'll give you the answer that most people would never imagine. That answer is strongholds. And what is a stronghold? A stronghold is a spiritual, mental, and emotional fortress made of thinking patterns that negatively distort a person's outlook. So in this podcast show, I will do my best with God's help to carefully dissect the issues of sexual strongholds, which are specific negative mindsets that can affect every adult. They are compromise of unwanted thoughts, feelings, behaviors, compulsive habits, obsessions, and experiences. These strongholds take root from one's sexual past and they influence the direction of a person's life. So we're going to talk about this. I mean, what I'm going to do my best to do is on every episode, I'm going to do my best to at least read one chapter from my book for those that don't have a copy or don't have access to the book. And I'll tell you where you can get this book. So if you just go to Amazon, to Amazon.com, you can just put in the search sexual strongholds. So um, again, it's just, I'll spell it for you. It's S-E-X-U-A-L, second word, S-T-R-O-N-G-H-O-L-D-S. If you just put that in um, in Amazon, you'll be able to buy the book. You'll be able to get the book as uh, an ebook, a paperback book, or a hardcover. And... Um, you can and it, you can get it at Amazon wherever you are. It's also available in Amazon Canada on Amazon Canada, which is Amazon.ca. Um, anywhere you are in the world, the Amazon is available to you. You'll be able to get a copy of this book. 
But for those who are not able to get the book, I would do my I will do my best to read um, a chapter a day, just so you can understand and relate to the topics that we're going to cover. This podcast is not necessarily about the book, but there's aspects of the book that would be useful in the podcast and in our discussions and there'll be some there'll be several episodes where I will have um, a guest speaker who will join me and we will discuss issues of intimacy and truth so welcome welcome to my show Um, I'd like to first for before we continue I'd like to start off with prayer I just want to mention that it doesn't matter if you're not Christian to be honest with you I don't even like that word Christian because what does Christian mean Um, the word Christian has been used honestly as a religion I'm not saying it's not a good word but I'm just saying that to me that the word Christian is not a big thing what is a big thing for me is relationship with Jesus Christ, being a, a child of God who was truly born again, um, both in spirit and truth, who was truly born again by the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And by, you know, that to me is truly what is about relationship with God and not a religion. So you don't have to be Christian to listen to this podcast. Actually, this podcast is for everybody, anybody that wants to know more about intimacy, about truth, understand the purpose of sexuality, understand God's intention for sex, understand God's purpose for you, understand salvation, understand love, this show is for you, okay? So I welcome anyone that is not of the Christian faith to still listen to the show because this show is going to go into depths <laughs> and layers that you will not even imagine. So I welcome everybody. And um, before we continue, I'd like to start off in prayer because I know the power of prayer. It's a spiritual thing. It is real. Jesus is real. And I know that I can do all things only through Jesus and I need him in order to get you guys this show that is going to unravel so many things. So let's start off in prayer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this day. This is the day that you have made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I ask for mercy, Lord. I ask that you give me your direction, Holy Spirit. Please give me the direction of what you want me to say, what you want me to do. Let it be all of you and none of me. Um, I pray for humility, to do this always in humility and not expect anything back. Father God, I ask for forgiveness of my own sins. Anything that I've done or said or felt that is not of you, please cleanse me with your precious blood, Jesus. I pray for all my listeners that are listening, for those who um, uh, have done or said or felt things that are not of you, Lord Jesus. I ask for forgiveness of their souls, even those that don't know you, Lord. I ask that they'll begin to get to understand your love for them, understand that you care about every aspect of their life, not just, you know, 
um, this or that, but you care about their financial lives, their emotional lives, their spiritual lives, their sexuality, um, everything they do, even how they take care of themselves physically. You care about everything. You made every single one of them, and I and you know the purposes and plans you have for every single one of us, according to your word in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. So, Father, I pray, Lord, that this will open the, the people that are listening. They will just have patience and open their mind open their hearts and give you a chance lord because this um podcast is really not is yes it's about sexuality and about what you say about sexuality jesus but it's also to share the gospel to share the good news of jesus christ not only to share with them what you want for them what your purpose is for them even in their sexuality but also for them to um, be saved and for them to know that you came to die on the cross for them and for their sins as well. I pray that people will be patient, humble, and open-minded and listen to this podcast, our several episodes. And this is a place of learning and discussion. And we, I do this, Lord. We do this for your glory. I do this for your glory, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus Christ, for everything. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for staying with me through this prayer. Um, we're going to get into the show now. Um, so that's, you know, before we get into the show, I'd like to just also um, play a song that I absolutely love. It's a worship song. Um, I'm recording this um, podcast quite early. It's about 6, 15 a.m. where I am right now in Canada. So I'm going to do my best not to play the song very loud in case, you know, I don't want to disturb people. Um, but it's such a beautiful song. I want to start this podcast. Um, well, I started in prayer, but I want to continue a little bit in worship. It's only going, it's just one song I'd like to play. The song is called Elohim. It's by Hillsong. I absolutely love this song. I love it for the words. Um, please forgive me if I sing along. Um, I know... God's given me a lot of gifts, but singing might not have necessarily been a gift that God has given me. It's just something that I like to do. So excuse me for that. <laughs> excuse me for that. So if I um, if I happen to sing along, please don't be offended. I'll do my best to be, you know, to <laughs> sing low. So let's go ahead and play the song. And then after the song, we're going to get right into the into the first episode. Thank you so much. Oh, excuse me. I'm just going to play the version that has the lyrics so I can sing along. But I promise to be quiet. so sorry guys i know there's something that was going on excuse me for the quiet sound i think what was happening is i have the song in my ear in my headphones but it's not playing to you guys give me one moment please excuse me mm. 
we're going to start the song from the beginning. I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> okay, here we go. Thank 
Thank you so much for staying with us and for listening to that song. That song is called Elohim by Hillsong Worship. Give me one moment, please. Okay, so we're back. Now we're going to get into um, this this um, this episode. So um, I have a very great testimony, and uh, my testimony is actually in my book, which is, which is why um, I encourage everyone to pick a, pick up a copy. But if you can't pick up a copy, don't worry. We're going to go through this book episode. Um, Throughout the episodes, there'll be certain episodes that we will I will read to you a chapter from the book, and then we can discuss it. Um, and I welcome anyone's questions. I'm happy to be as honest as possible and um, answer questions. And honestly, um, the point of this show is just to be real, to not like to pretend, not to be fake, to be real, and talk about things that um, religious people don't want to talk about talk about things that even the church doesn't want to talk about talk about things that people pretend is not happening um, because sexuality is such an important thing it affects relationships if you go if you go into the wrong um, relationships or the wrong um, sexual relationships what happens after decisions to go into wrong sexual relationships you end up dating somebody you're not supposed to date you end up having sex with somebody you're not supposed to have sex with um sometimes people end up you know being in relationships for 10 years 13 years uh 20 years five years two years and they just wasted all this time with this person and they end up breaking up anyway and sometimes it's not a clean breakup. Sometimes there's drama that comes with the breakup. Sometimes even kids are born in this um, types these types of relationships, and then there's broke. Then the kids, you know, the parents don't want to talk to each other, want to see each other. The kids don't have their fathers or mothers there, um, you know. And sometimes it's not just um, relationships of dating. It could be marriages that are not people that get married. They're not supposed to get married together, but because everybody's doing it, and marriage is something to do. It's, it's, it's a you know. Like having a great wedding is so great. They get married to the wrong people. They get married to people that God didn't ask them to marry or God didn't put them together. There's divorce that happens. After divorce, then there's, you know, brokenness in both people. Then then the kids suffer the, the, you know, like, you know, the, the kids suffer from the results of divorce. Broken families, kids grow up, you know, and it becomes a cycle where they cannot be in a stable relationship themselves, and then they go through divorces, you know. And you know, besides that, um, when you have, you know, get into the wrong relationship that you don't want to even be with that person or have a family with that person, you end up. There's pregnancies that get involved. There's abortions that happen. There's a lot of broken hearts and a lot of brokenness. Um, sometimes you get into a relationship with somebody and then you start getting into, um, because of that person is involved in some habits and before you know it, you were not even doing those things before. And now because of that new partner or that person you're with, you end up start, you know, they do drugs, you do drugs. They watch pornography, you watch pornography. You know, they abuse themselves, you abuse yourself, you know. So getting into the wrong relationship and it all comes down to sex. It all comes down to sexuality. It all comes down to being attracted to somebody, 
wanting to be intimate with somebody, wanting to be in love with somebody. And if it's the wrong types of relationships that God does not ask you to be in, or even people that don't even have a relationship with God will tell you, well, I don't believe in God. So how am I supposed to go to God? You know, some, some people will tell you this. I'm not saying I don't believe. I I believe in God. I trust in God. I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about people that don't have Jesus. You know, what? how can they make the best decision? You know, they make the decision based on what they think is right in the season that they're in. And when they make these type of decisions and it's the wrong decision, it can affect the course of their life. Being in the wrong relationships can actually affect your decisions. It can affect your future. So being in the wrong relationship basically um, can shave away years that you could have used with somebody else or on something better or in a purpose or on something, but rather you threw it away with somebody you're not going to even, you don't even end up being with. And especially if that relationship is a destructive relationship, it's such a waste of time and a waste of a huge chunk of your life. So you know, just it's not enough to find somebody attractive or find somebody hot or go to a party and drink a little bit and be a bit tipsy and just find someone so hot and you want them and you sleep with them and, you know, it it, it can lead you into, into a direction that, you know, you never even thought of a plan. So sexuality and relationships do affect your decisions your future decisions, it affects your children, it affects your plans, you know, even even kind of fed pets when couples are together and then they and they realize they don't want to be together anymore, then they break up and then sometimes the you know they abandon the pets, the pets have to go to um I don't know, like SPCA or something, you know. It can really affect your life. What I'm everything I'm saying so far is just honestly might sound silly to people. It's just surface stuff. It doesn't even get into the depths of what we're going to talk about, you know, but I just wanted to throw that out there to make sure that I keep um, those that are listening, but we have more. When I tell you what we're going to talk about, it's not going to be cheese and little candies. We're talking about stuff, believe me. Um, so if I quickly just summarize my own life, um, which it cannot really be summarized, but I'll do my best and summarize it in under 60 seconds. Um, it all started for me at the age of five. I was sexually abused. Um, after being sexually abused, um, it led me um, as a um, before my I became a teenager. Um, I started I started watching pornography at a very young age, um, and then um, you know all the way into my teenage years, I was addicted to pornography, um, and so that went on. And then um, I started dating as a teenager, but I didn't really do anything. I didn't have sex or anything, but it's just I was more addicted to pornography than being in a relationship to be honest with you um i actually lost my virginity at 21 um and um i lost it to uh, someone that i thought was like a, a a true friend to me um and um um, and from there, I never was the type of person that slept around, to be honest with you. I was more of the kind of person that was addicted to pornography. And I was looking for love in all the wrong places. So I was looking for love in, in relationships. So I would be in relationships and I would have, I would only have sex um, in relationships, especially when I was pressured by the guy that if I didn't sleep with him, he would leave me. So I would be, um, you know, have sex only in relationships just to keep that relationship um, because I was looking for love. And you know so that was the type of thing I was doing going from you know relationship to relationship looking for love um sometimes I would get away with not sleeping with a guy sometimes I would do it because 
I was afraid he would leave me. So that was what I was doing. Um, I was still addicted to pornography all this time. Um, um, and just all kinds of weird things. Um, anyway, we're going to talk about that um, coming up. And I'm sh- I share this stuff just to show you to so that when you know who I am today, you can see the transformation and you can see that the power of Jesus Christ is real. So, um, yeah. And this goes on and on, and I've gone through um, brokenness um, by going through the wrong relationships. I've gone through severe depression, severe brokenness, um, attempted suicides. Um, um, it's affected and wasted years of my life. Um, you know, it, it doesn't even make sense until we really get into some of the details of the book. So why don't we start off today um, with me reading to you guys chapter one of the book. So let me tell you what the title is. So the title is Sexual Strongholds, Breakthrough Freedom from Sexual Abuse, Pornography, Masturbation, Fornication, Adultery, and Sexual Perversion. So let's get into the first um, chapter. I don't want the first episode to be too long. So we're just going to read the first chapter and then we're going to finish off. And I look forward to getting back to you guys on the second episode. But before we, you know, go into the future, let's read the chapter one of my book. Chapter one, introduction. Thank you so much for picking up this book on breakthrough freedom from sexual strongholds. This book could prove to be challenging for people wrestling with sexual strongholds or for people needing to gain insight on this very important topic. Whether you believe this or not, Satan, the creator of sexual strongholds, does not want you to read this book or to understand the deep revelation on sexual strongholds and how these strongholds affect all areas of your life, such as your relationships, your purpose, your dreams, your physical health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, and even finances. Sexual strongholds do not affect only your sexual life, but exist to diminish who you are called to be on this earth. They are like metastatic cancer cells because not only do they spread to different areas of your life but they also exist to kill the healthy areas that currently exist in your life in general most people are unable to discern why certain areas certain areas of their lives sorry excuse me um for this in general most people are unable to discern why certain area of their life see a certain area of their life seems to be held back in in setbacks what a person might not have realized is that a wrong seed was planted in the spiritual realm of his or her life through soul ties and also by willing, willingly or unwillingly participating in sexual strongholds one might not understand how his or her sexual life would have anything to do with what is materializing in other areas of his or her life. But I assure you that after you read this book, you will understand the spiritual nature of sex and how it directly affects your everyday life in ways that you could never have imagined or conceptualized. 
I will share wisdom and revelation on how masturbation, pornography, fornication, adultery, sexual perversion, sexual abuse, and even rape are categorically categorically the same thing. That is, they are all sexual strongholds which rob the soul. I challenge you to please read this book even if you think at this point that what you have read so far is not in line with your personal views. Life is about constant learning and exchange. So please give me a chance to share my very personal story as well as the knowledge and revelation that God has given me on sexual strongholds. This book is not only for Christians, but for everyone, irrespective of your current beliefs. If you have ever had a sexual encounter within or outside of a relationship, or if you have a desire to experience sex, then this book is for you. But you must be over 18 years old. Okay, I should have mentioned this in the beginning. You must be over 18 years old because the details of this book is for adults. You must be over 18 years old. Okay. Sexual strongholds is the opposite of wholesome, fulfilling. Again, that was when I said you must be over 18. That was just me giving a warning that there's details that you have to be over 18. But now I'm going back to reading the book. Okay. Sexual strongholds is the opposite of wholesome, fulfilling, and sacred sex. That is why I am ardent to share how a person can get breakthrough freedom from sexual strongholds. Sacred sex is the correct, sacred sex in the correct boundaries between a man and a woman is a gift from God, just like salvation is a gift. God's will is for everyone to live free from sexual strongholds and sin. You are entitled to make early assumptions of the possible content of this book, but I kindly ask you to exercise patience and read the whole book from beginning to end. Please give yourself an opportunity to read the knowledge that I'm willingly sharing with you so that my testimony my mistakes, my lessons, my triumphs, and most of all, the revelation God has given me will aid you in making correct decisions in the matters of body, soul, and spirit. The ultimate purpose of this book is to share the good news of salvation from the bondages of sexual strongholds. Everyone is entitled to live a life free from the bondage and destruction of sexual strongholds. No human being will be on this earth, on this current earth forever. The day will come when your physical body will die. We will leave this earth and have to give an account of how we spent our lives on earth to God, which is confirmed by the following scripture from Romans chapter 14 verses 12, which says, so then each of us shall give account of himself to God. And also from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 10, which says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. 
Whether you believe the above scriptures or not will not change the truth of what will happen to you once you depart this earth. Would you rather give an account to God on how you used your time wisely to live a wholesome lifestyle in order to fulfill purpose on this earth? Or would you prefer to explain to God that it is your right to spend your time engaging in sexual strongholds? I know that there are a number of people out there who do not believe that there's anything such as having to give an account of their lives on earth to the one and only true God who is the creator. For those who do not believe that one day they will have to give an account to their creator, I will leave you with the following quote by Albert Camus to meditate on. Albert Camus lived from November Albert Camus lived from November 7th, 1913 to January 4th, 1960. He was a French philosopher who won the Nobel, the Nobel Prize in Literature in 1957. And he said the following, I would rather live my life as if there is a God and die to find out that there isn't than to live as if there isn't and to die to find out that there is. This is Albert Camus. These words by Albert Camus are very chilling because if you, my listener, if you're wrong about the fact that God Almighty does exist, and if you believe you would not have to give an account of how you lived your life, then when that day of meeting, then when, then when the day of meeting your creator comes, it would be an alarming day for you. When we die, our bodies return to the earth, but the breath of life leaves our bodies, and that breath of life is a person's spirit. Even in physics, the law of conservation of energy states that energy can neither be created nor destroyed. Rather, it can only be transformed from one form to another. Most people believe in science and therefore have learned through education that energy is converted from one form to another. If that is so in the physical, why would you then think that when you die, you evaporate into nothingness? Yes, your body dies, but your spirit lives on and awaits God for judgment on where you will live for eternity. The most real part of who you are is your spirit, not your body. Your body is here today and gone tomorrow. Temporary sexual fun in the body outside the will of God is just not worth it in the end. That is why it is important to live a wholesome life free from sexual strongholds while you're still on this earth because you will still have to give an account to God in this, because, excuse me, I'll just go back because I turned my head, so I missed that line. Excuse me, it will get better and better. (laughs) Okay. 
That is why it is important to live a wholesome life free from sexual strongholds while you're still on this earth because you will still have to give an account to God in this area as well. Sexual strongholds import bondage into a person's soul which hinders a person from seeing the need for God's gift of freedom and salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. Sexual strongholds also prevents a person from living a whole and fulfilled life here on earth before departing. Next in order of business, I must warn my reader that there are degrees of true accounts of explicit sexual content that God that God gave me deliverance from. The book could also be a challenging read because Satan and his kingdom of darkness absolutely do not want me to share the revelation on breakthrough freedom from sexual strongholds that causes that cause bondage in the lives of people. Satan would rather people be bound in the ignorance of sexual strongholds so that people are spiritually disconnected from their creator and disconnected from the true purpose of their lives. Please see the following scripture, which comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 4. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeliness of God. Another warning that I must issue to my reader is that you may find yourself distracted, overwhelmingly sleepy, or experiencing constant interruptions among other unnecessary distractions. In Jesus' name and with great determination, you will get through this book. Whether you believe it or not, Satan is working in the spirit realm against you reading this book. I would include a special prayer at the end of this chapter to give my readers the protection, determination, and concentration needed to read this book. My personal testimony is shared to glorify God and to bring the lost into his kingdom. And I'll read the scripture from Revelations 12, 11 that says, and this is also in the book, it says, And they have defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony, and they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. I am not afraid to share my story because of the purpose it will serve to set captives bound by sexual strongholds free. Sexual strongholds brings nothing but short-term pleasure, hurt, disappointment, and bondage. God has done too much for me to remain quiet. As a free act of my will, I am ready to serve God and serve mankind, no matter what challenges await me. Help me, Jesus. (laughs) The scripture below exemplifies how I feel about my personal mission of sharing my life in the area of sexual strongholds. And this comes from Philippians chapter 3, verses 8 to 9. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through the faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. And this is from Philippians 3, 8 to 9 the New Living um, Translation. 
in anticipation of the upcoming chapter in anticipation of the upcoming chapters i would like to pray for all my readers who will accept this prayer so since we're reading from the book i'm just going to go ahead and follow as the book is doing and i'm going to read out the prayer that is in the end of chapter one and it goes like this jesus you are the son of god and everything has been put under your feet everything in the heavens everything on earth in the seas and under the earth is subject to you. This whole universe is subject to your authority, Jesus. I bind all the forces of darkness working in both the physical and spiritual realms in order to prevent my reader, my reader or my listener from reading this book in the name of Jesus. Jesus, your blood was shed to break every chain of sexual strongholds. Please give my reader determination, um, patience, understanding, knowledge and insight as they read jesus please break the presence of any strong sexual strongholds in their lives as they read this book deliver them lord and please give a special anointing of a wholesome lasting marriage for those who desire to be in love i ask all of this on behalf of my reader reader and also my listener in the name of jesus christ amen so thank you so much for staying with me um, for me to read the, um, chapter one of the book. Um, we will continue with um, other chapters throughout the episodes. We will have some guest speakers as well from around the world. Um, we And um, I'll be uh, making preparations and, um, you know, this is all new for me. So I'll be making the preparations of how to get, um, you know, your questions on any questions that you may have that relate to the book or just things that you go through or you just or even if you don't go through it but you've just wondered about and you just need um and you know to, to, to discuss it or ask questions or even embarrassing things that you don't feel you can ask anybody um you can ask because i am not shy i'm not a shy christian um when it comes to talking about these type of things because why pretend? Why pretend like this is not happening? You know, there's a lot of people that go to church. They, you know, they're 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 having sex outside of marriage. They're masturbating. They're watching pornography. Some people are committing adultery, and they come to church and they pretend like, uh, whatever. It is it's a separate type of thing. It's not separate because when you're involved in those things, how you cannot have a clean communication with Christ Jesus. You cannot have sin in your heart you, and 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 sin in your life and pretend like all is well. So sometimes a lot of things that we go through. You know, like we're praying for breakthrough, we're praying for this, we're doing this and nothing is going right and we're under so much attack and, you know, when our mind is not clear, they have anxiety, fear, because there's underlining sin that has to be taken care of. And so this sin is a sin that affects everybody, adults, and now sadly even children. And, you know, and, um, you know, and this type of sin, what it does is... Um, you know, it affects, it affects you. You can pretend it doesn't exist, but it exists. So we're going to talk about it and we're going to speak the truth of Jesus Christ on this sin and we're going to cast it out in Jesus' name. And we're not going to pretend. We're not going to be afraid anymore because Jesus Christ is with us. We're not afraid. We're going to speak the truth. We're going to be the true church, you know, and speak the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ because we, we the times are near and we need people to know the truth. We need people to know the truth about life and sexuality is a big part of life because it affects everybody, especially adults, especially adults. And 
sex is so, such an easy thing to get involved in because it feels good to the body. So why are we pretending? Let's talk about it and let's get in line with what God's purpose is for sex, what's, what God's purpose is for our sexuality in Jesus' mighty name. So I send you my love. I thank you so much for listening to me. I really hope that you'll be back again to listen to my second episode and get to know me better. And let's just get into things and talk about things. And thank you so much. I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ and have a wonderful day wherever you are in the world. And if you would just stay with me for a few seconds, there's one song that I absolutely love. And I would like to play this song, if that's okay with you guys. Okay, before you go, just leave you guys off with this. It's a beautiful song by um, an artist called Montel Fish. And the song is called Wonderful God. Um, But I'm going to um, choose... Um, the version that he sang with his friend called Joseph Solomon and it's playing now (laughs) I'll leave you off with this bye Oh,
that's it guys thank you so much and um it was my first um episode so i know it wasn't i probably didn't have the perfect recording and <laughs> excuse any weird sounds i made and thank you so much god bless bye-bye